Kierhead. Hello, everyone. For your our avid listeners, um, you will realize that the introduction is not by Kay, but it's by Vicky. <laughs> and so I feel really weird about this. Um, Kay and I have not done a podcast for a few weeks because the world got a little bit scary and a little bit mental and we decided to take a little bit of a break and yeah but we didn't stop having laughs and we hope that we can bring some laughs to you with this podcast Um, we decided to try and focus on the beauty industry um, on the back of a television series called Shrill and yeah we hope you enjoy it um you know there is a little bit of politics there's a little bit of banter and we just hope that you enjoy stay safe everyone um because it's been ages since we've done one of these wicked that is actually true a lot longer than i actually thought and i was like oh it's been a while yeah but i think the general mood in the world went hella down. I mean, yeah, it was a shit show all round. It was a shit show all round, but it's very hard to make funny things, to make mm-hmm. people laugh about times like that. And when you're, pe- like, both of us were personally suffering mm-hmm. with just me, definitely hormones um, and various other bits and bobs. <laughs> but it's very difficult to have, like, feel like you're adding to the conversation in a, in a meaningful way yeah, when I'm, things like that happen yeah because you don't want to you don't want to sit here and just be negative because like we're okay. we're already being negative in our own heads yeah so put, putting that on to other people that's not what we want to do but um I think I think I don't know I feel really positive after today I feel great today um but again it's it's very cyclical my life so <laughs> So is it, do you have circles? Technical difficulties there. Um, you've got a beer, I've got a wine. Cheers. Cheers. That's what, that's Wait, I've got two there. beers. Oh, that's lovely. Sound effects, everything. You get real production value when you come to your head. It's no cost cut. There's no cost cut. Um, so, should we dive straight into this? Because you have proposed an idea for the next podcast, which I'm very grateful for. <laughs> um, do you want to tell the people what it is? Yeah, so this, this all, I mean, it's something that I kind of feel passionate about anyway, but this all started from um, a box set that I was watching. Um, and it's about this lassie that's kind of big. And she, you know, it's about her life and, you know, how she's portrayed. Like other people call her this, that, the next thing, all this kind of stuff. So this is where it all came from. And then she had said about the fact that she, like everybody's trying to portray her in a way that to make them feel better about it, not her feel better yeah. about it. So I really do experience that quite a lot. Um, because for those of our listeners in the Maldives who have maybe never seen me, <laughs> I'm not <The> exactly <laughs> I'm not exactly Kate Moss but um and I do I really do struggle with it how I, I kind of look and 
and all that stuff. And then it just got me thinking about how the beauty industry is a billion dollar industry and mm-hmm. it is based on women's insecurities. That That's mm-hmm. it. Now, you're talking to someone who, I mean, you and I are really kind of chalk and cheese. Like I, yeah. I, you know, put a full face of makeup on if I know I'm having a video call just mm-hmm. because I'm not, I'm not confident um, in how I look. Like I'm okay around people that I know, um, mm-hmm. but I have to, I have to know them pretty well to not have any makeup on. Yeah. But that's just, again, my insecurities, but it's like being kind of hiding behind it essentially. Mm-hmm. But a lot of other women do that. And then yeah. I think I've seen it more more in lockdown as well because like <sighs> makeup's not cheap. Yeah. Um, but it's all the other things as well. Like you're, you're, you're seeing all these adverts on, on the telly and on Facebook and all this different stuff about this new product, that new product. Like this it's is going to make you skinny. This is going to make you look 10 years younger and all this kind of stuff. And it is literally put into the palm of your hand of how mm-hmm. you are supposed to feel. Like yeah. how, how something, a, a, you know, a skinny tan <laughs> It's, it's one of the things. What's skinny tan? So skinny tan is a tan that apparently it has like I don't know if it's any. It makes you skinny. Yeah, that's Fuck that's off. what it's basing it on. <laughs> I know, but Fuck women off. buy it. I've yeah, used it. Yeah, you know, I'm not skinny. I mean, what, what would happen to me, right? Like genuinely, if I'm starting to put skinny tan on, do I end up just like skeleton? Maybe, but yeah, maybe we should try. <laughs> maybe this is what we should try. This is the fucking litmus test, like. Um, you can be our guinea yeah. pig. There's um, there's a lot to break down here, mm-hmm. uh, I think. And when you met, you said hiding behind it. That's something that I resonate with because I haven't always been this carefree, mm-hmm. not give a fuck person. Like, but from probably, I was never not allowed to wear makeup. You know, my mum and dad weren't strict about things like yeah, that. Yeah, neither was um, I. Yeah, and. So I, I wore makeup all through high school. I wouldn't think to go to to high school, even if it was the, the worst Leishner lines that you've ever, <laughs> ever seen. Like, I'd be there with a foundation on oh, and the blue eyeshadow. I mean, um, you and I probably single-handedly did, like, keep Barry M afloat. <laughs> For years. For years. Genuinely years. And I'm glad to see they're making a comeback. I love them because they're vegan. Yeah. Um, and so... It, I think it took it took me to be traveling to not want to wear the makeup every day because mm. I'm hot, I'm sweaty, and it actually became like quite a joy mm-hmm. to put a bit of mascara on on a Friday night, like going out or whenever, you know. And mm-hmm. um, it made me feel like extra sassy because yeah. I had the mascara on. Um, Which I think I think that's what makeup should do. I, mm-hmm. ge- I genuinely do like I you know if I'm having a shit day or whatever I'm like put some red lipstick on like mm-hmm. red lipstick I I love wearing red lipstick you know that but it's mm-hmm. just like it's such a statement like mm, fuck it I'm feeling quite sassy today yeah you know yeah. I'm gonna put a bit of pop on that's my that's friend's friend she would say that like she would it's it's the extra step that you go as a woman you don't need to do anything else mm-hmm. but she would say you put the put the lipstick on Kate. put the lipstick on <laughs> So lipstick I'm, on, I'm getting into red lipstick. I, I mean, know. Yeah. I don't know why you went years without it. 
I know. I think I'm going to experiment and go like dark. I think I'd rock like a burgundy or I'm, something. I've got a burgundy. Brown. You can try it. You can try Let's it. Let's try that. Yeah. I, I want, um, I've always wanted to have black lipstick. It's the I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, it's your inner goth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my barbed wire necklace. Yeah, exactly. I've just been teetering on the edge of emo for a long time. and uh, never You've never one. went full plunge like... <laughs> Just, just teetered on the fucking teetered on the wall, getting draped in. <laughs> well done. And in a pool, you know. Um, For anyone who doesn't know what "drape" means, please see podcast episodes. <laughs> um, it's been covered, like we don't need to go back. Um, do your research, folks. The industry itself is uh, quite interesting. So I'm reading Sarah pa- Sarah Pascoe yeah. just now, and. The first one was sex, love, money, uh, that, but I read them in the wrong order. The first one's actually Animal, which I started yesterday. Okay. And um, pr- pretty much everything is sex and everything to do with sex is about making the best babies. So everything that we do ever is about making the best babies. <laughs> That's essentially what she's she's summed it up to be. Mm. Um, that, in a biology sense, um, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um but it's quite interesting for me as someone who like doesn't have the urge to make babies to realize that all my life decisions regardless of that piece of knowledge that's in my brain are uh, is aimed around like creating uh the best environment for me to bring a child into mm-hmm. um and this is the beauty industry is just part of that cycle like it's an industry based around getting sex and becoming an attractive mate so that someone will want to have babies with you mm-hmm. and you can have their babies um i mean yeah there, i think that's maybe what I'm reading today yeah i think that's maybe what it started out as you know yeah well i think i think we sometimes forget that we're just little hormonal chemical driven uh, drug yeah. addicts yeah we are <laughs> <laughs> chemical addicts I'm reading about oxytocin today that was the last bit I read before oh, okay. I fell asleep um, the oxytocin the cuddle one the cuddle drug mm-hmm. the, cu- the cuddle hormone and um, you can buy an oxytocin spray if you're worried that your partner is cheating on you and you can spray <laughs> spray them unbeknownst to them with oxytocin and they'll be less likely to to stray like to to look at other women and it's it's been proven it's scientifically proven like my head is in my hands right now yeah it is it's pretty scary um so oxytocin like makes you bond to your current love interest more like Mm -hmm. it's why you want to be stroked and um like (laughs) handheld and all that kind of stuff it's that those kind of acts that release oxytocin Mm -hmm. um it, yeah, that was interesting. That is interesting because it, it's also it, yeah we are chemical also, driven. We're totally chemically driven. Mm-hmm. Like we we forget about that. Um, so sex sexual power, women's sexual power, shouldn't have to be. We shouldn't have to have makeup because we're like we're signaling that we're sexually available all the time mm-hmm. because we're standing upright and our boobs are always big and our vaginas are hidden. Mm. So 
that's something that says, "Hey, like we're ready for sex right yeah. now." Yeah, I, like, I, I don't know. Makeup shouldn't work. Yeah, makeup. I, I don't know because there's like two sides of it. Again, it's like my logical and my emotional brain. Like yeah. I, I look at things a little bit differently. So, like I understand the chemical aspect of it because we generally are built on all of that, and like that—that's mm-hmm. what we're supposed to be here for. Put on this earth for whatever reason but at the end of the day it is to procreate and create more life that's what we're physically here for but when mm. it comes to like the makeup side of things there there's probably been a period of, of time in history and I mean I'm not I, I'm not very good at history at all like I know I know the basics I know we don't like Hitler he was a bad guy Carla Hastings. you know that kind of stuff <laughs> 1066 fire but, London but I don't um I'm not very good at history but like there's been a period of time that women had to wear that so that their men would be able to see, be seen with them. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm just thinking of those kind of black and white films, and even back in like in the start of um, our parents' generation, like they used to draw lines on the back of their leg with eyeliner yeah. so that they Tra- looked as if they're wearing the yeah the, the, to make them more attractive. I think more respectable as well. Like you couldn't go out. Imagine your grand going out with a pair of pop socks on. Like it just I wouldn't know. happen. I know. I know. It just wouldn't happen. Imagine having a bare leg outside. <laughs> that's fucking Victorian. The Victorians, Victorians have got a lot to answer yeah, for in that book. Um, and actually, in that animal, she has a little bit about um, like all that we know about animal mating habits and everything about like sexual power. Mm-hmm was written by Victorians who believed that their women should be like demure and completely unthreatening in the sexuality department and um, like essentially didn't enjoy sex, just took it because that was a good thing to do. Mm. And then we've got all this written behaviour about animals, about like even like peacocks, which is absolutely oh. certain that peacocks have like sexual selection, that the women have chosen the fanciest looking <laughs> yeah. males with the fanciest looking feathers. Cause now look at the state of their tails. Like yeah. <laughs> that's just what happens no, in I know. sexual selection. Uh, yeah, definitely. Cause there's like, like that bird, that weird bird that, um, yeah. David Attenborough, it was one of the, the episodes, I can't remember what the bird was called, mm. but he did this cool dance and all that kind of stuff to attract the female. The female oh, was like yeah, looking, up, exactly uh, looking up above him, waiting on the little flash of his yellow eye. Yeah, and he makes, he makes, there's one that makes a little house and everything, uh, makes oh a little car uh-huh. and moves all the stuff around. <laughs> I know, but, I know. But Darwin wrote that all these females were completely unsexual and just did the sex, mm. like the same as they expected Victorian women to do it. Yeah. But that is obviously not the case. Like he he even, he made the point of sexual selection saying that the woman must have chosen the fanciest feathers, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But, but not like it was like she made a choice. Not that no. she was actually autonomous in her decision. It was just that she made a decision but, and she's also completely compliant when it comes to sex and she doesn't actually have an opinion on it. And that's mm. bullshit. Mm. And I think... At this point in humanity, we we've got a real we've got we've got the choice to forget the the additives to sexual signaling. We don't need them. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, but I, I I'm just kind of hopeful that like it's not just right now. I mean, we've got the there is there's a massive shift in the air mm-hmm. right now with mm-hmm. a lot of different things. The Black Lives Matters, but it should have been 
you know, highlighted years ago. It's, you know, yeah. it's been kind of hushed, hushed for a long time. You've got climate change, you've got emissions, you've got renewable energy because you're not getting the imports and the exports and all that different stuff. Like, we've, it really feels like quite electric right now. You know, I was yeah. watching that update today from our First Minister and, like, you could see people were really passionate about this and it's been a long time since I've seen people really passionate about something other than Brexit. Mm-hmm. You've either yeah. got one side of the, the, the um, score or the other. Like you're either yeah. for it or you're against. And it's been a long time since I've seen that that kind of drive. I mean, I was, I've been buzzing all day today. You know, I, I've seen the update and they were getting back into politics yeah. and things like that. And, you know, the, the things that were, they were saying, everything's a lot more transparent now. So yeah. I'm hoping that not just, you know, that kind of stuff is going to get shifted a little bit. I'm hoping that there'll be more than that. And I mean, I've been, I would probably identify as a feminist. Yeah. Probably. I, I do believe that I struggle with it though, because there's some aspects of feminism that I don't agree with. I don't but think here, here's all the men thing are is, Yeah, no, I don't either. But I don't think all feminists do. So no. I, I was not a feminist. I had an argument with a woman and her partner in a pub and they were both fem- feminists. Um, he was quite aggressive in general he was an aggressive man mm. um and she once ruined a pub quiz for me oh I've my god she was on the she was, she was drunk and she was shouting out the answers and i just have never forgiven her for it <laughs> so that's such a key <laughs> argument like, i know fucking I'm, so, pub quizzes. I'm sorry i'm over it now i'm definitely over it now <laughs> no you're I, not I, think, I, I mean i haven't seen her since so i don't know i'm gonna but just I take a note to do uh, on saturday an night like four key answers it's so frustrating no it was to give it to the other team it wasn't like it wasn't like she was top trumps and me it was like she was helping other teams um (laughs) i'm not that much a narcissist you know (laughs) but um i had an argument with them in a pub down the shore one night and i remember being very annoyed about this this preaching at me which is funny because I do it so often now. I was going to but, say, like, wait a minute, back <laughs> up. Hey, look, everyone's everyone changes. I firmly believe in that. You everyone's going to try and find this woman and be twist like, look, on a dime. I'm sorry. Um, but she she made points about like the world globally to me, and I didn't know it. I didn't experience it. I hadn't seen it. Um. So I just, I told her, look, my, I shouldn't have to feel like I'm less just because I'm a woman and some, some feminism makes me feel like I'm less and I don't, I don't feel mm. less. Um, and I certainly didn't like in my industry, it's quite male orientated, but mm. I definitely don't think I was getting paid less just because I was a girl. I think I was getting paid less because I was always a bloody junior. Mm-hmm. And it never, But then that, that, that fit in, like it was harder to be career advanced as a girl and I didn't really realize that um and it was because the guys who were making the decision were all old men um there was also like quite often predatory type chat that you had to put up with Mm -hmm. that I thought like yes some other girls they can't deal with that but I can deal with it because I'm just like I just look at you like you're older than my dad because you are and you know you're embarrassing but you know, it's. I I didn't think I was a feminist mm-hmm. until <clears throat> I met other women in other countries who absolutely had zero options. Mm-hmm. Like, 
And then I'm starting to think, hmm, yeah, yeah, it works here. Like this brand of like really sort of um, militant feminism should be here. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be in the West. The type of feminism we need in the West is to be altruistic to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, unless, I mean, I don't know. I was going to say Russia there, but I think the Russian women have got it pretty good. I mean, like I they, wouldn't fuck with a Russian man, like women, like they I, were. I don't think I would either. Like they, they would take um, you out. I don't know what we're in Europe. I'm thinking of when I'm saying. I mean, I mean, I, I guess like there's there's parts of like Bulgaria and places like that that are maybe not as developed as other countries, and they can get away with that. Like they mm-hmm. they get away with the fact that the women are just there to you know make the dinner all that kind of stuff but you do see that in like old traditional scottish families as well like you have housewives you still do yeah, and i'm mom, not my, and, mom, my mom was a housewife yeah and so. it's nothing against them and that's that's probably i think she's had more of a choice in that rather than like that's been that's it you mm-hmm. know that's what she's all that she's you know worth because it's not yeah and i wouldn't even i struggle with it as well because i don't classify as a, like a housewife as like a a derogatory term I don't I don't no. think that because they do more work than probably anybody oh, ever will your mum never stops we, <laughs> no my mum never ever stops like she just she's constant but like there there was a thing in Australia not long ago that someone had put this woman had put on Twitter that she gets up at four o'clock in the morning to make her husband's peace oh, before no. he goes to work that, and I people can't. will go mental like and they, this is what I'm saying about crazy feminists the whole point of feminism is that we've got the choice to make our own choices. If that woman wants to go up yeah. at four o'clock in the morning, make her man's peace. That's the difference. And then have an hour to herself. She lives in Australia. It's lovely there. Like the weather's nice. She gets it. She's not waking up in the middle of the night. Like four o'clock in the morning is probably sunrise. And, I know. And she's an hour to herself before our fucking three kids get up. Like I would do it. No, I would I know. Do it. No, I know. Like um, I've got a couple of friends that, again. Um, one of them is in this country and like her her husband is just so bad for like sleeping in and I get I get really annoyed about it though I think that's just like my raging Ronda just comes out because I'm like yeah why the fuck are you You're doing a grown man. you know like yeah. he's a grown man and she phoned him 45 times to get him to, oh, up, that to drives get me nuts. yeah that drives me nuts and I'm like I remember saying to her I'm like what are you doing this he's got a job to hold down that's his responsibility. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. his money. You have got yeah. up and you're at your work. We're having this discussion at work. That's his responsibility, you know. Yeah. And then you've got you've got the other aspect of it as well. Who like one of my closest friends? Um, she stays in America. She gets up at, at four four thirty in the morning every morning to work out so that she can go have like that's her routine she goes have, have that's her time morning. that's yeah. her time to do what she wants to do to make her feel better and like better her life and then come back and be mum and then go and she's a very successful businesswoman, and mm-hmm. she manages to nail that you know and she's got mm-hmm. all these other responsibilities and things like that but that's her choice yeah you know and her husband is completely on side you know he does he has his own time and things like that so if if they want to do it, then absolutely that's fine. It's the same as us. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. if we decide that we want, it's a choice. It's a choice. But some people <clears> literally <throat> have no choice, and that's where that's that what, feminism should come in. Yeah, that's why. That's where I am a feminist. Yeah, me too. Um, and I think the the whole Me Too movement and the mm-hmm. like the Times Up movement. I think all of that mm-hmm. is 
again, a movement that should have had happened years ago, but now we have the power to have the change. You have women in very high powered jobs mm-hmm. that are able to help. You know, I mean, they are, yeah. you know, they're there to try yeah. and help and, and even give it a voice. Yeah, I don't believe in trickle down economy. I don't believe in capitalism like that, but I totally believe in it as a social movement. Mm-hmm. We, there's the the spread of ideas and the trickle down of knowledge is far more reaching than the trickle down of money. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think when we've got, but it takes us acknowledging that we are super privileged over here to be able to like no no one's telling me that I can't study something or I can't live by myself or I have to have a husband or I have to get married mm-hmm. like no one's telling me that and most people I mean aren't getting told that but there are people who absolutely are living like that and that they don't have the choice economic freedom is like is one of the biggest benefits that we have as like western born people mm-hmm. Um, and I don't care like money money matters in that respect it's not about a lot of money it's just about the autonomy of having the ability to make your own Mm -hmm. and I think for a lot of countries they don't allow women to do that Um, and those are the those are the countries that are you're allowed to get married to like umpteen women at the same time as well so Mm -hmm. like not only are you like subjugated and that you don't have the ability to make your own money, you've probably been sold to that guy by your dad because mm. you were owned by him until you were getting married. And until you that were guy's old already, to have children. Yeah. Yeah. Or if, who knows? I know. Like, and, you know, like, so that, that's a huge big thing. This is actually super fucking gross, but there's, um, there's science, I, to promote the idea that males are much more likely to want to have sex with people that they think that haven't had sex before because it's there's no there's it's a guarantee that there's no other sperm inside them like that's that's just hardwired and the other gross thing that I got from these Sarah Pascal books was that <laughs> that they they can produce more sperm if you haven't been around them so say you've got a partner and you go to a conference with your work and then you come home they will actually physically produce more sperm when you come back and say you'd been with him for a week and you went to ikea or whatever he would have less sperm because he knows you haven't been anywhere without (laughs) him that's fucking true that's so weird disgusting mind-boggling like they can't help it it's inbuilt in them it's their actual conscious yeah that's where i'm kind of like struggling with that a little bit because i know that they can't help it they absolutely can't help it and that's just part of it but it's just i'm not gonna lie like i thought going into reading these books i was gonna come away very militant um but i've actually got a lot more empathy towards what towards men then I thought I would. I come back. I'll come away from it thinking these poor sods. Like <laughs> they've got actual no control over themselves. <laughs> like I mean, we've all been there. We've all been a bit distracted, like um, by you know just general horniness. But I think that for men, it is a fucking constant thing, and they there's like they're unable to. Here's the thing: is I don't think they actually care if you put makeup on. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> I don't know if they do. Well, no, I think they do. 
to some respect. Well, apparently, which this one shocked me, and I think it will shock you as well. Uh, she said that there was a survey and 90% of men preferred their women with pubic hair. And I think that is a lie. That is a lie. <laughs> From my experience, that is a lie. But see, this is the thing as well, though. That's something else that's like kind of being pushed on. And like, and you're probably, I know that you're like a massive advocate for like, like no bras. <laughs> I was going to go with armpit hair. <laughs> you know because that but that's the thing oh, hey, yeah. but armpit here if you think about it like when we were really young mm-hmm. that that was kind of it was just a thing and it still is you know a thing and I get it like I what do you mean a I thing like to get it all yeah uh-huh to not have I mean, any I remember yeah I remember I'm, I'm in the same room I remember <laughs> looking in the mirror and lifting my arm up and having one single hair under my left armpit and immediately plucking that out. Mm. And then that's it. I don't remember I don't remember when I woke up and there was a lot of hair there. I don't <laughs> think there was. I think I've always from that single hair day, mm. I think I've always shaved my armpits yeah. until until fairly recently. Um I mean I struggle with it as well because I've got um I've got polycystic ovarian, so I like I've got really hairy arms, and like they're they're actually they're not too bad right now because I've got sunburn. This <laughs> is turned into a little yeah. bit tan, um, so they're a lot lighter than normal. Mm-hmm. But I've had that, and I, I you know I used to get that chucked at me as well, like you know along with the yeah. being fat and all a, that kind of stuff. A, there was a girl in Kim's year at school, and she had the you've never seen hairy arms like this before. Yeah, oh like, my god, yeah. Do you know who I mean? Yeah, but very dark hair on her arms and super thick, mm. and I just thought I felt so sorry for her because, like, I've got lots and lots of hair on my forearms, but it's always been the blondest blonde hair, mm. like as pale as as pale as anything. Mm-hmm. And actually, when I get tanned, it gets really blonde, and you can see it more. Yeah, because it's like it's like brighter. Yeah, because you're turning um, like a Greek goddess with olive skin. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, in reality, two weeks ago, I got burnt severely and I'm still peeling. Like, WTF. <laughs> you I had third degree burns, though. Third degree like... burns. Plus, I am shade Scottish. There's no two. There's, yeah, I can't, I'm not even, not even, like, you know how they get the rollers for, like, they say they're for gingers and all that kind of stuff. I'm way beyond that. I mean, I don't even understand rollers. how I'm not. I, like, the, like a paint roller to put sun cream on. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's so many things like, and I get, I, I genuinely, I don't understand how I'm not like the brightest ginger. Like I burn so badly. Yeah, but it's maybe in your line. You might be able to pass it on. Andrine's got very, very dark hair. Like there's no way that there was a. I don't really know what Donald's hair was like. It was ginger. Well, see, well, here, no, here's see, my point. Is Auburn? You, Sorry, you, I should you say that. You know, I can't imagine him with ginger hair. That's fine. I'm, I'll, I'll um, bet you a photo. You know about this like four square for dominant traits. Mm-hmm. So there's no way that Andrine's hair was ever going to not knock everything else off the shelf. I know. Um, but like, okay, I, I'm, I'm quite annoyed about that. But Although, you I, have it in you. So if you were to go with a ginger... I would then have a ginger The chances child. of you to have a ginger child are, are actually there because it's so recessive that yeah. you have to have at least two. I mean, um, they're like. Alleles? Am I right? Alleles? Uh huh. Fuck well me. Done. Mr. Stevenson taught me so well. Like. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Okay, so here's like a potentially um, polarizing opinion, mm. but maybe the beauty industry is just as bad and sad for women, uh, for men, as it is for women. I think so. Yeah. There's a lot of like gendered products out there. It's becoming more and more, I think. Yeah. Like for men to have sculpted eyebrows and the perfect moisturiser, perfect tinted moisturiser, tanning, all that different stuff. Um, like taking your... your um, Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Do you, would you find it attractive if your man had nice eyebrows and tinted moisturiser no. and had a fake No. Neither would I. Uh, again, they're under certain pressures. But I think it also stems about location-wise because we're, you know, I, I would say that you don't find like if you if you were to go to the pub down in Lanark, you're yeah. you're not going to see a majority of men that are in there with sculpted eyebrows, and you probably won't see a majority of men to be fair. But you don't <laughs> like no, go I don't and, know. Like, and it's still quite a sausage fest in the countryside. I think I've not well, I've not been to the pub for a long time, but um. You don't see the sculpted eyebrows and the fake tan mm-hmm. and all the different things, but you do see like the designer gear, the you know designer trainers and all that different yeah. kind of stuff. And there's more and was, more of that. Yeah, I was talking to uh, a guy this week, and they were saying about how like it's very you can't it's very hard to be original mm-hmm. when you're dressing for to be a man. Um, yeah, because like the I mean you've been in River Island. Yeah, like, it's sad all saints it's sad like everything's sad everyone looks like you're about to have a sad time so you might be going to like a hipster funeral there's not there's no color there's no pattern there's no joy but there's no i I think that like i'm quite biased because i absolutely despise a v-neck so (laughs) i'm trying to be like in the middle of the road here because I do understand that I I would go and buy you know clothes to keep up with a fashion well maybe not in the past like however many weeks it's been I've been really good yeah well done congratulations um I mean it's not anything to do with the shops actually being shut or anything like that no it's <laughs> hey I could order it online <laughs> I'm getting on I'm sorry um but you know I I have to, I've kind of cut back but that's just because like me and our friend made a pact and it was like well you know use this time wisely yeah save your cash save your cash get rid of some you know older clothes like I've I've put a bunch of stuff on ebay and like all that different stuff because it's just trying to trying to use this come out the other side like again look for the silver lining in this whole Mm -hmm. situation like we've not been able to go out the house so let's try and make the house a little bit of a better place Mm-hmm. Um, which it's something that I kind of put off a lot as well because I, I work here I have always yeah. worked here um, for the past like year and a, a bit uh, well nearly a year and a half um, you know it's that this is my working space so I'm definitely passionate to get out as soon as I physically can Yeah, and I'm never in usually more than two days in a row mm-hmm. so it's something that I was really struggling with in the beginning. Now it's just like a new normal, I think. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, so in terms of the like the clothes and, and the beauty industry and stuff like that for men as well, I do think it is. They have to have the right hair and like all of this different stuff because that's how 
they are now being perceived as well. If you scroll down my my Instagram, probably not yours, but like my mm-hmm. Instagram, you'll see, you know, all these guys that are promoting different products as well, like face masks and all this different stuff, which I'm totally behind if they want to do that. I really yeah. am. I, I don't see why a, a woman should have like mascara or, you know, eye, eyeliner or something like that. And a man shouldn't. I don't. I, yeah. I mean, these products absolutely don't need to be gendered at all. No, I, I don't think so at all. Um, but, you know, it's it's the fact that they feel like they have to. That's that's my whole thing. I don't want to ever be in a situation that I feel like I have to because I do well, that that's a lot. Where, yeah, that's where I get annoyed right it's the same with removing hair Mm -hmm. because excuse me so like when I gave up the makeup it's because like I was tanned all the time yeah I didn't really think about my skin and it was quite nice to put a bit of blusher and a bit of mascara on which I would absolutely never do here like I always do foundation here because I'm barely ever tanned (laughs) um and but when I stopped shaving I real I realized that I had this I've seen it so much in other people. Like I've been about to leave to go into town for like a party and someone has realized that they didn't shave the tops of their legs, like not the bottom bit where it's actually hairy, like mm-hmm. like stubbly, the top bit. And that person got their mum to bring them a razor. They didn't know the person whose house we were at enough to ask to borrow a razor. I don't know what your feelings are. But borrowing people's I'm razors. I'm not there with that, to be honest with you. I'm just. I mean, it's not a fuck. It's not a toothbrush. It's not a toothbrush. Like, I probably I wouldn't uh, if it was somebody. Your chances of getting HIV are pretty slim. Yeah, I know. Like I know all those kind of things. Like I don't know. It annoyed me. But like anyway, this person got their mum to bring them a razor down. I don't know because, if I would do that. And I mean, I've phoned Andrine for a bottle of Iron Brew at half past four in the morning. Like I, I have. One is one time someone I was working at the Cartland. And someone phoned their mum. Someone bought, had two cheddars out my packet. Listen to this: two cheddars out the pa- out my packet of cheddars, and then their mum turned up with a full packet for me to replace them. To replace the two cheddars. That's fucking weird, isn't it? Or like a bag of mini cheddars or something like that. It was something weird. It was like more cheddars, and I didn't need. I did not need more cheddars. I had a packet. They only had like two. Strange, strange people. Of course, I took them. <laughs> I didn't like a, a cheddar in the mouth. <laughs> a cheddar in the cheddar. hand is worth two in the bush. <laughs> <laughs> I love a cheddar, so I do. Oh, I do as well. It but takes now you're talking. Right uh, that is a proper like old school, it's like snack. nursery school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nursery school. We cup of we pl- blue plastic cup of milk and two <laughs> cheddars. Um, My God, I can I, see so that, that cup. I know that cup intimately um I I could not genuinely believe that this had happened like the idea I mean I know somebody that's gone out had shaved one leg and didn't, <laughs> didn't remember to shave the other leg but I bet they had the same heart-wrenching moment where they're like oh my god my stubble is on show but this person had like actually got their mum to bring them a razor down it's right it's the same thing for me as this at school we used to sit in the um and the pillars at the like where the guiding space was mm-hmm. and there was what five or six toilets in that block mm-hmm. some people would want you to come into the toilet and talk with them to make and make you run the tap so you couldn't hear them pee do have you experienced this yes I've, uh, I have experienced this and i've done this so oh go my on. god go i on. have never done this i, I don't care 
if you're worried about what my piece is. See, this like. is the thing though. This is when it comes down to it. I'm more of an insecure person than you are. You you've but not given a fuck. All our, fuck a all lot our pee sounds the same. I know, but I, the I, I don't look at life like that. <laughs> I don't. I wish I did, but I don't. It's just about. I never ever want to be an inconvenience to someone else, and I'm not saying well, that you are. Putting the but... tap on <laughs> is an inconvenience. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> I've had a fucking spend any time of my life holding the tap pushed down so that I don't <laughs> accidentally hear I've a pee hitting the I've toilet. I've never done a push down tap. It was in the school toilet, so you can't leave I remember, those taps I remember on. them now. It's, I'm, I don't but think about the that, school toilets taps that often. I only think about them because of this. No, I just remember. I, no, I remember there being a fight at the outside Miss Riley's toilet. Like that. Who was that? I, we can't say their names. Oh, tell me later. Text yeah. me. <laughs> text me. Text me. <laughs> but I remember there being so, an argument in there um, over a boy. Surprise! I liked surprise. Miss Riley. Me too. She was my she was my regi teacher for years. So is that level of going out your way in order to like uh eliminate any way that you could potentially be embarrassed that I don't agree with mm. so like it becoming like having hair on your body is so terrible a thing a crime that you would jump through hoops to remove it at the last second before we have to leave to get a train um, it just seems like like the action and the actual cause are two very polarised extremes. Like a man would never ever, I'm, I've said to lots of men in my recent life, like I would never shame you for body hair, mm. like for your body hair. Like, cause I'm like, yeah, like if I'm, if I'm meeting someone new, if I'm going on a date, I'm going to shave probably the bottom of my legs mm-hmm. maybe my armpits depending on what top I'm wearing and then I'll progress that over various degrees of what like I'm planning to do with like how much I remove and when mm-hmm. but I don't like taking it all off because I've, I've got sensitive skin and it makes it like my legs aren't so bad but I get really bad like stubble rash I get really bad ingrown hairs if I wax like the whole works and for years I just put up with that mm-hmm. because it was because I had to not have hair on my body I never, I never thought about it being the other way. I never saw anybody else in the world that had hairy anything. But that's and I, thought, like, if I, I, people, I think that's going to be the weirdo. Yeah, and I think, but that's the same as makeup. But we're being, oh, yeah. yeah. But that's why I'm saying, like, that's why I, when, like, I thought about all of this kind of stuff. I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I'm not doing. I never wear makeup for anyone else in my eyes. I don't think I have to go out to like wear makeup and I have to do this to to attract a man and all this I don't look at life like that I am primarily doing it for myself but it's because I've been made to feel that way yeah over the amount of years like the when I went to I I went to America last year on on holiday and um I was with a family that I really love and like I feel part of their family they've been nothing but like amazing to me and I still put foundation on and Karen was like, oh, I've just said her name. She was like, why have you... <laughs> beep, 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 She's like, why, you know, have you... What, why? You don't need to do that yeah. here. And like, I, yeah. you know, I, I wear, um, like when we went, because she's got a lake house 
when we were out on the jet skis and we were in the lake and stuff like that I'm really uncomfortable about how I look so like I had my leggings on you know the ones that I had at the river mm-hmm. the other week there because I am so insecure that I don't want anybody to look at that and think you know oh my god because I, I just don't I don't like the way I look mm-hmm. so I do that I don't I, I do I do yeah I do it for me um but also because I've been made to feel that way I've never been yeah. you know you're protecting other people that's yeah. what you're doing yeah, by doing that you're like uh, you're mitigating anyone feeling that like they don't like what they see yeah. and that's not your problem that is their problem yeah um, but, and that's not just me that's what I'm trying to say oh, absolutely do you know not. what I mean like because you've got the young ones coming up as well like our, our friend's daughter um you know loves makeup she's loved makeup mm-hmm. since she was she was little and like all the different things that you can do with makeup and and all that kind of stuff and like she did speak about you know becoming a makeup artist and yeah all that kind of stuff which is totally fine but you know I, I just don't want I just don't want her to be feeling the way that I'm feeling and the way that, you know, in the industry right now and the media have a lot to, to do with it as well. Yeah. Of portraying things in a certain way to to make people feel like they need to buy things to make themselves feel better. And that comes yeah. that comes down to like clothes as well. It comes down to everything. You yeah. know, your garden's got and to it, be looking the best way. Yeah, and, it's getting more... Uh, incognito like in the 80s in the late 80s and 90s when we've got yuppies and stuff like that mm-hmm. all the advertising was very blunt and in your face and it was advertising to a very particular type of person about this is how sexy you should be and that's it mm-hmm. this is it this is what you should strive for in your life nothing else one type of woman one type of man that's it that's all you should ever be. And if you're anything else, then you're not, we don't want you buying our products. Like we don't want you involved. Like this isn't for you. It was very linear. I know. I'm just thinking truthful. about like Yorkies, not for girls. Not for girls. Not for girls. Like, yeah. But as we've progressed and we have more, um, more people to advertise to, more people to sell stuff to the market has just boomed like mm-hmm. there's no longer um there's no longer one type of person that they're trying to attract for designer brands like it's, it's not that thing anymore um it, it's just capitalism and I mm-hmm. think everything to do with this is just capitalism and the, like one of the biggest acts of rebellion that you can have is to forego it um or limit it or mitigate what you buy um I would love to be an anarchist like full-time like if I could do that as a job that was that's 100% what I want to be mm. when I grow up when you grow up um but oh the best ways that I'm finding to do that are like I've bought a electric razor um it's not excellent but it's like it takes a long time in comparison to like shaving your legs mm. but like it's worth it because I, I only need one of them mm-hmm. I don't need to go through like a whole pack of razors in a couple of months um and things like switch to bamboo toothbrush and um go for reusable cotton things to wipe your face mm-hmm. rather than baby wipes and buy non-tested on animal product makeup and try and get stuff that doesn't have any like minerals in it because the minerals come from slaves 
mm. who are like mining in Africa. Yeah, I do like, think I think we're going to get to that place though. I, I genuinely do. Yeah, cause I, I think that there's been so much of a shift even before the pandemic when we were talking about plastic consumption and then that kind of looked at the bigger picture of how many like pieces of clothing ended up in landfill. And like there was a massive thing before the pandemic about all of that kind of stuff about your returns going. Is it Stacey Dooley? Do I want to say Stacey? Yeah, I think Dooley? so. She's done. She's she done a did couple. One of, she's yeah. really good. I really like her. She yeah. done one on fast fashion that would sicken you. Yeah. I mean, even in Scotland, some this this guy I was talk, talking about clothes with mm-hmm. was saying that the runoff from the textile industry is still in the water in the Clyde mm-hmm. 150 years later. Don't talk to me about the water in the Clyde, man. Well, it's full of fucking shit for the new Lanark, for the mills. Yeah, no, I know. I was just talking about the rubbish. <laughs> There's rubbish everywhere. Um, do you have anything else to say on the beauty industry? I mean, a lot, but it would probably take me years to try and explain. Just, It just annoys me. It annoys I get me it. how we're kind it. of been put back to essentially into a corner to be made feel like you have to do something like that but you do have the other aspect of it like I put some lippy on for me to make me feel better when I'm not even going to see anybody or go out or whatever I'm just going to cut about the house and I'll do it to make me feel better and that's perfectly okay I'm totally yeah 100% behind that and I also believe in the power dressing and things like that. If you're, you know, going to something that you want to feel important for, putting your makeup on is definitely part of your armour, 100%. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is something that probably the beauty industry have got right, to be honest with you. Like, I think that... Yeah, I don't think we're ever going to stop it being there. Um, no, I don't. The, like, access to, access to it. But what I do... What I think if you just is the perception that it's like a different a necessity. Um, there's people a different oh, viewpoint. There's people we know that wouldn't go out without it. You know. Yeah, I mean the industry standards, Vicky, are totally towards females and how females should be. This mm-hmm. even and even if that has changed, like from the Kate Moss that we grew up with. <laughs> To like a slightly more broad, slightly more broad mm-hmm. um, range of body types that are getting are getting portrayed in adverts. Like we still we still have a set of rules that we need to abide by to tick the boxes. It just it's frustrating. I don't think it's ever going to go away completely. No. I'd like it to shift massively because yeah. seriously, in this world, everybody just. Just don't be a dick. Yeah. That's, that's it. Like, can we not just... Everybody here, just- right, here's, here's another one. So, um, like, uh, but if we call people dicks, then we're man-hating. <sighs> if the worst that you could be is a, is a dick, then we're man-hating. Trust <laughs> us, in Scotland, being a dick is not the worst that you could actually be. No. It could be a vagina. There's a lot of there's a lot of <laughs> other words that I could use. I could say it. Do you want me to say it? I'm gonna say it. No, you could be a, you could be a cunt. <laughs> Shut but, my heart. Okay, so Stephen Fry has like really good points on how language. I'm obsessed with language and like how we use it and mm-hmm. how words are powerful and 
we create the meanings and blah blah um and I think that it's funny that for me in my lifetime I've always used cunt it's like it's not the first swear words that I said in Kirsty's back garden but (laughs) it, it, it I remember that day so vividly, actually. I need, I need to bring it up before. Um, but, like, it's never been a vagina to me. Never, ever, ever. I've never said cunt and thought you're on a massive vagina. Never. No. It is a beautiful adjective. It's very, very relevant <laughs> to a lot of people. <laughs> Um, so, someone actually asked me the other week there last week maybe had I ever experienced racism like another a white guy and I was like what, <clears throat> what, what what's your angle here mm. <clears throat> because does it matter if I have I mean in Vietnam it, w- it was a bit anti-American mm. so there was some older women that were like not really not very friendly yeah it's only because they thought we were american it wasn't because we were white yeah and but that's it like there's always there's a story behind everything if you really think about it there's a story there somewhere to understand why people feel the way that they feel Mm -hmm. like and until you can even understand that i mean there's no there's no way that i could turn around and say like i have been well i've never been like personally uh, a victim of racism or anything like that I've been fat mm-hmm. shamed I've been spat mm-hmm. at in the street because I'm fat like all yeah. these different things I, I've had that mm-hmm. but that's you know that's nowhere nowhere near how it feels like to be you know I can change that yeah. I, if you're born you know white black or whatever you, you can't change that but it's yeah. just about identifying that we're really never going to know how it feels we're never going to know how it feels to be, you know, born into the wrong body or, you know, decide that you prefer um, another member of the sex or the same member of the sex or whatever. We, mm-hmm. We're not going to know that because we're never truly there. So yeah. it's like, you can do, again, it's just one of those things you just accept and empathize to the best ability you can and just don't be yeah. a horrible person. That's yeah. my take home message from like everything. Just, just yeah, I, I feel like a lot of people are going are going out their way to feel like superior. There, it's not about them being like they're not like trying to be horrible people, mm. but I feel like they they need the last word on everything, mm-hmm. and that it's just this constant like dick swinging contest of intellect. And it's just that's opinion. when that's when I just want to be like, right, okay stop the world and let me get off because I I yeah. it doesn't have to be like this no it just doesn't and it just is so frustrating <laughs> I put a, a video of the riots uh, <laughs> I put a few videos of the riots on my Facebook um, over the weekend and um, somebody <laughs> somebody commented none of them have had their hole in ages <laughs> <laughs> I'm like here there is literally nothing that doesn't come back to sex (laughs) (laughs) it's just because it's the only really true purpose that anybody ever knows that they're supposed to be on this planet for it's a guarantee yeah but they just don't understand there's so many other things that come along with that yeah 
I do feel like it's a change in time. But I also felt that with with Brexit. I thought people were angry after oh, Brexit. Man. No, but that you know, me and my dad and were I thought people were angry after the referendum in Scotland, but no. My, my dad and I, my mum and dad were in earlier. Um, bless them, they did my, my they cut my grass because I've just not even I had the time. Like I've not been finished in work until stupid o'clock yeah. this week, and it's just been it's just been getting too much. Um, so like I, I finished my call and I went down and spoke to them, and um, like I was talking to my dad about like obviously the announcement today with Nicola telling us what we can kind of do and and all that different good stuff and um I was like did you actually watch the update and uh, he was like yeah well my dad hadn't seen it but my mum had mm-hmm. and um my dad was just looking at um the first minister questions from yesterday in terms of what Jackson Carlow was going on about who's the the Scottish Tory um leader mm-hmm. and uh, I was telling him about all this kind of stuff and he was like you know he's he's been like kind of guided about what his um his government down south have been doing and all that kind of stuff and I was like yeah but the way that he's acting the way that he acted today when it's been one of the most probably one of the most televised um situations you know over this whole thing because everybody's desperate to come out of lockdown so there's a lot more people watching these kind of things it was in parliament you know it's it's not the regular update that we've been getting every day yeah um and the way that he just completely made himself look gave us the strongest case for independence I've seen in a while Mm -hmm. and you could feel it I can feel it when I'm talking to some people as well and this is it again I was talking to my my new boss then yes I don't know what day this is Thursday Thursday. Tuesday and like I was saying you know this whole the whole movement kind of thing and all this kind of stuff it's like everybody thinking that we hate you know the English because we support Scottish independence and that independence it's just not the case and I just wish that 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 kind of small-minded thinking would just go away because yeah. I just I love English people I've got so many like close friends that are English mm-hmm. I, it's not about that and it's it's the same like I, I just don't understand why people just can't just can't get it you know and that's what I'm saying like everything we talked about is tribalism like everything we are is tribal like we feel like we have to subscribe to certain groups and like that kind of mentality is left over yeah old school it is old school and that's when like see when I was saying earlier like I I do kind of identify as a a feminist but Mm -hmm. on the other side of me I'm I am for you know a nice easy balance yeah I I feel like you're like me that labels just don't fit no I don't think so I, I think that I mean, people have called me a communist in the street and cried and shouted at me mm. like people have it's, it, but people need to decide what you are in order to know how to deal with you and that's the whole point that's like yeah that's full, that's full circle though as well do you know what I mean like that comes from all the different industries that we've discussed yeah. tonight and probably in previous industries as well, like the yeah. previous conversations that we've had, because that and that's it. You're just you have to pick something in order for somebody else to feel okay. Yeah. And, and when the hell the, did that become state, normal? Yeah, I think in the states, it's. I mean, the climate project that I'm working on, a, part, a huge part of what we're doing is location based. Like it's it's American only at the moment, but mm. it's location based, and because of census data, they they can pretty much figure out who you are where you live mm-hmm. because the the states vote in a certain way 
they have the same sort of they have environmental factors that implement them they can tell how religious they are I mean obviously there's always going to be like pockets of difference but majority and quite highly um highly uh predictable is where you live in America mm-hmm. decides who what kind of person you are mm-hmm. and your your thoughts and feelings are and I we said on the call on Sunday because I was saying like you couldn't do that in, in the U, in the UK like people in my maybe twenty years ago yeah thirty years ago mm-hmm. you could say that that uh, county only has. Uh, Labour voters, or you know that. Yeah, kind of thing. and it, I mean, it can come down to sectarianism as well. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, this village can be, you know, Catholic, or that and village that can be Protestant. So much. I mean, that was a huge thing for us growing up. Massive, like not now. No, like, I know. It was interesting actually that when I went to the states uh, last year, mm-hmm. I, I did a, a flight down to Gatwick and then Gatwick out to um Orlando and on the queue it was like all these all these like old not old people but there were some old people that were obviously going to like proper Florida and then you had like the kids that were there as well and then there it was a uh, there was a Welsh couple in front of me um, that were going to Florida and they had kids and he was talking to this lady who was um, obviously from Florida but she was like Jacksonville, Florida you know she was like proper I'm going to Jackson. Yeah, she's <laughs> proper Southern and um, she was asking him about all this kind of stuff because um, well she was asking him like you know where he was from, his accent was lovely and all this kind of stuff and then he had went away to get his wife a juice or something like that and she turned to her son and was like, Wales Wales, is that is that the Catholic one? And I'm like you know, I'm standing there behind yeah, it was totally interesting because I was standing behind and I was like you, you, nah, you have no weird. idea you know <laughs> but that's that's it they don't they don't know and it's the same like we don't know well I, I know that I probably don't know as much as I probably should between like the um what is it confederate and uh, the the battle between like the north and south and things like that I don't yeah. I, I don't know confederacy well. only lasted five years or something in America yeah well like, you still see the flags oh well, like, yeah you see the flags you know um quite a quite uh popular this week was some NASCAR driver that's actual shite uh, dropped out of NASCAR because he said he, he was pissed off because he couldn't have the confederate flag on his car I mean what, what, quite sad about all of this to be honest because the southern states were quite heavily populated by Scottish people uh, Scottish people um, so like their accent and stuff the drawl all comes from our rolling R um, and there's loads of etymology around Scots and Southern, um, but they also had loads of Dutch, Pennsylvania Dutch. There was tons of Dutch there. Dutch are famously Protestant. So you've got Puritan, Protestant, Scottish, and you've got Dutch, and they occupied the South and they made it They made it what it is today. Mm, it's interesting. It is interesting. It made me, it made, you know, I, I didn't laugh at her. For not knowing no, or anything like that, it just made me kind of chuckle. Like, yeah, I have no idea. It's it's I just interesting. That don't that don't know that Scotland's part of the UK. Oh, there is massively. Some I don't know how many people have asked me if my time zone's the same as London's. 
Yeah. Yeah. Massively. <laughs> you know, uh, it's interesting. What's your take home message apart from don't be a dick about the beauty industry and what do you want? I just want, I want people to start feeling okay. That's probably it, you know, and I mean that from this pandemic, I mean that from the world in general, because for a little while, we did all come together. We all pulled together, we all shut our doors and we all stayed inside to look after everybody else. Why does that have to go away? And I really, I don't want it to go away. I just want people to be genuinely, like, caring, like, be an empath, understand, just, just be kind and just pick up your rubbish and don't be a dick. It's really easy. You sound like a Christian. Yeah, I know. I am. I know. It's getting a bit preachy. Yeah. Every time I get like super spiritual, like see when I talk about meditation or like uh, outer body experiences or whatever else, I feel like Jesus. I could be a preacher. <laughs> Maybe we're in the wrong professions. Hey, ta- tax exempt. Actual. No, churches right, are right, tax fuck, exempt. Fuck this. It's something to think about, like. I've always thought I would do well as a pasta farai. <laughs> we need to get you a hat. I'm, I'm going to. I'm the new. I'm the new Don French. I literally. I'm the vicar of Dublin. <laughs> oh Lord, it's a shame. I don't think that is vicar of Dublin, is it? <laughs> I thought it had Father Ted in my head. No, Father Ted is. Um, Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know. No, that's just I don't know what that is. Uh, do you know? Actually, in my head, I've got it one hundred percent, but I cannot make my mouth do. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is another what? reason. You know how I mentioned earlier that I phoned my mum in the middle of the night for a bottle of Iron Brew when mm-hmm. I was camping down the Clyde at, at Simonton. Me and my mm-hmm. friends, um, I um, I phoned my mum. It was um, just gone sunrise. Like it was just we were yeah. totally wasted. And uh, I phoned my mum to sing the Ab Fab theme tune down because I down the phone because I couldn't I, but I couldn't remember it and it was yeah, doing my, sister, my head. My in. does that to me often, and I have a friend from college. She'll text me every so often, um, not so much now that she's had a kid, but every so often she'll text me. She'll like, what's that Rolling Stones song we like? <laughs> it's Gimme Shelter. I was going to say like, wait a minute, what is the what is the Rolling Stones? It's Gimme Shelter, but she'll do it, she'll do it often because we were at a party once and we listened to Gimme Shelter. That's quite a nice thing, though, because... But my sister does it. Like, do you remember this? What's this? Yeah. Well, my mum wasn't that happy. She sang it. Yeah, of course she did. But she wouldn't not. She, she wouldn't hang she up could, on you. She can't not. can't not. Obviously. <laughs> I can't wait to be Patsy again. No, because we've decided that I might be Patsy. Yeah, no, that's we need to test the waters and I am excited about the opportunity to test the waters. Yeah, hundred percent I'm gonna be Adina, like seriously. I know. I, we're gonna get, we're gonna get a float tank. Oh my god. <laughs> Please can we get a float tank? I would fucking love to get a float tank. Oh my god. Honestly, I'm having a Halloween party. I just don't know where it is, nor when it is. It could be December. <laughs> Excellent. Could be January. <laughs> Yeah, I, but I would like to dress as Patsy so I can try and find myself a cheap Chanel suit. 
<laughs> like Marge. <laughs> just and then, like, every million times. You'll be stealing my sword machine and running it up in a different way. Hey, I was thinking the day. Oh, this is a talk for another time. <laughs> okay. It was a bit sewing. Oh dear. No, it's nothing crazy. I just want you to sew a line in your little crochet bag. I knew it. What? You were going to utilise my skill set at some point in life. Well, I've asked for a tobacco pouch. Yeah, I know, but that was before. Well, I've crocheted myself one now, and I just want you to line it and put a zip on it. Right, okay. (laughs) Listen. I've promised I've 20 f- masks to people. I, I need to. Yeah, you need to do them first. So, yeah. Stay safe. We can, can, we, can we make it like a cottage industry if I can be part of your household? A what? Cottage industry. What's like a cottage industry? You sew the bit and then I stitch on the elastic and that kind of thing. Like a production line. Production line, that's what I mean. I mean, we're trying to get away from slavery, but okay. <laughs> it's not slavery if you choose to do it. I'm not sure that I'm going to get a choice to do it. You've fucking promised 20 masks. I know, no, I actually need to do you them. You made your bed, mate. I know, but I'm trying to be kind and pay it forward and in that, a non-Christian way. And I'm trying to be kind and pay it forward and say, like, I can help you get these 20 done so that you make the lining for oh, my tobacco right, pouch. Yeah, okay. I genuinely <laughs> thought that you were thinking, I thought you were making, like talking about tobacco pouches and I'm like, what? So I've well, totally missed I'll it. I'll help you first. I'll help you. <sighs> You've helped me what? Do the masks? Mm-hmm. I've got Is it all sewing machine? Yeah. We could probably finish this. Finish what? Because people don't care about making masks. Vicky's making masks if anyone wants one. Yeah. Just send her a Facebook message. Hit me up. She's at 20 the now, so you'll be on the waiting list. <laughs> hey, I've made four. <laughs> I've been too- I've not been finishing work until 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, no, that's crazy. Honestly, crazy. Um, I'm going to tell you my take-home message from the beauty industry. Yeah, okay. Because I've been very flip-floppy about this, like, my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, um, unsurprisingly. But, <laughs> but uh, I 100% need people to be more comfortable in how their, like, natural state is. And I believe that everyone should take some time and they're like once they turn 21 to like not do anything to their bodies don't put nail varnish on don't shave don't try and do your eyebrows like don't just wash your face that's enough wash your body wash your face and just sit with yourself just learn to love that version of you because that version of you is like the most natural I don't know when it became weird to be hairy and I don't like it it's actually really it really frustrates me and I think skin in general needs like time to breathe and just time to be on its own and not have any extra and you shouldn't have to feel like you should add extra to you male or female um so that that's my take-home message like just even if you within a week take everything back off and start putting makeup back on and I don't care I'm not going to shame you for wanting to wear makeup but um like least experience what your body is at its fullest natural and try and like meditate on that and love that a little bit because I think that's important yeah. I, I thought having hairy legs was going to be the worst thing that ever happened to me armpit hair I really actually genuinely miss when I take it away now I f- it feels weird to not have it 
Um, mm. The legs, I'm like in between. But see, when you actually get past a certain length, you're like, it's fucking cool. Like, I wonder how long they can grow. <laughs> like, you kind of get in a little competition with yourself. But for years of my life, like if I had anything more than like two days stubble on my legs, I would have to remove that because, oh my God, somebody might have seen that. Mm. And that would have been terrifying. Yeah. It's a good take Thank you. Um, okay. What are we calling it? Duh. You are beautiful. You are beautiful. Nice. You are beautiful! <laughs> James Blunt, forever, the one-hit wonder. I mean, he's crazy funny on Twitter, by the way. I don't know yeah, it's really funny. Him. He just takes a piss right at himself. He's so good at, like, quick comebacks as well. I don't oh, know Oh, my quite, God. But, like, he's good at comebacks. My friend is, like, literally the quickest hilarious most fun well funnier yeah. than james blunt wow yeah probably funnier than james <laughs> blunt probably the funniest person i know stop it hey <sighs> come, <Shots> on. Fired. <laughs> come on come on what just just say it the night just say hey just say hey you're, you're funny. funny thanks thanks so much <laughs> i'm like biting my tongue not to make a sarcastic comment <laughs> But no as funny as your other pal who's well quicker, quicker than James Blunt. Yes. Fine. That's fine. Oh, <laughs> <me> a river. <laughs> I thought about calling this beauty school dropout. Oh, that is a better one. Don't call it you're beautiful. We can't call it after a James Blunt song. Or the Christina. I like Christina's song. Yeah. But I like Christina's song. No, let's go with beauty school dropout because that's funny. I don't know if it'll fit. In my um, little, well, if my, it doesn't, my pre, my already set out set of rules. Um, it's because I'm Greece obsessed at the moment. I'm still not but at a Greece party. I don't, I don't know where the fuck you can watch it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna have to pay for it. I think. Oh. Um, let's buy a projector and have a Greece party. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Stranded at the driving. <laughs> Beautiful. It's class, like it's top notch class. <clears throat> okay. Good night, Vicky. Good night, Kay. I'm gonna hit the button. All the best. So yeah, that was our opinion on the beauty industry and um how it can impact on women and men's insecurities and really profit off of that. Um, that's something that both Kay and I I think you can tell feel pretty passionate about um, thank you so much for listening and um, we would really appreciate a review on iTunes um, or however else you manage to listen to our podcast we really hope that we continue to make you laugh and yeah hope the world's a little bit kinder to each other moving forward in a non-preachy way thank you uh, a little note that I got the Sarah Pascoe title and it's called Sex Power Money um, which is her new book and the original one is called Animal because um, I, I, I think I said it was something else but it's Sex Power Money I can't hear you
and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats. Boots and cats. Can you hear me now? Okay, you've went silent. I can't even see you. Raise my hand. Oh no. Boots and cats, 